All right, it's your boy, Fowers Adam Kinich, back in part two of this, I'm going to call it Radiohead and Review, basically. We're reviewing the first, well, basically, all the way up until Kid Amnesia of Radiohead's albums, right? Kind of, um, in a way. Uh, if you listen to part one in May, <clears throat> then we went through Pablo Honey all the way through Kid A. Now we're picking up with Amnesiac. So, Adam Kinich. Amnesiac comes out a year after Kid A, 2001. This particular album, I don't really have any words about. Yeah. It's... um. <laughs> All right, so it's a song. It's a it's an album where you. All right, so we talked about this in part one. So go revisit part one if you want to get our full, full like a uh, take on the first chunk of what we're calling the Radiohead aesthetic and this super album, whatever uh, that is. Eventually, Kid Amnesia. Um, this I feel like. This song, this album, is, and to a certain extent, "Hail the Thief" as well. This is just songs they didn't use for Kid A and OK Computer. Yeah, I think. Um, even though it was nominated for a Mercury Prize in two thousand one, which is kind of interesting, but they lost to PJ Harvey. Um, Mercury Prize for people who don't know is like basically the top music prize in the UK saying like this represents all of the UK music for the year. This is what it is. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting. But anyways <clears throat> they uh, I like I don't really have that many I don't, I, this is you know what I've I said in part one of this this review I've listened to Pablo Honey the least I want to change my <laughs> yeah. my words yeah. on that because I think this is my least listened to radio album. Definitely, but like as I'm looking at it, like the track list, I do recognize a couple songs and think like "Knife Out" is probably a standout. Yeah, that um, pyramid song has always been like a, a favorite live song from what I've heard. It does say that like on like so I'm looking at this bio from. Uh, uh, Apple Music, and it does say having having bloomed from the same recording sessions as Kid A. Okay, so see? these songs are from that session. Yeah, and we're building up to that for sure. Yeah, um, <clears throat> because I mean, I don't, unless you have anything else, I really I'm just gonna move on to Hail to the Thief because I yeah, really don't fine. have much about this album. Only I'll add to it is like there it does say which is a true note, like especially on. Um, what is the song is it? Uh, oh, well, no, I think it's all nice out, but a lot of these songs that like jazz flourishes more. Like, I think that's like Johnny Greenwood's, yeah. like, you know, more like, I mean, you know, gonna be like, you know, and and like, you know, that's to keep talking about it, but like, you know, um, their influence with like electronic music and Flying Lotus and Thundercat and bands like that that are like, you know, this weird like experimental jazz stuff, you know, yeah. I feel like they yeah. go hand in hand, like Radiohead's inspired them and they've, you know, yeah inspired right here no 100 um it's um 
don't know, man. It's such a weird album. Yeah. There's just like weird shit on it. It's. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought about this too, but like around this time, I know it was like, you know, Mars Volta is like a little bit after this, maybe. But yeah. like they were kind of doing the same stuff, you know, like releasing a ton of just throwaway songs that like were like this weird, like, you know, despite all like 20 instruments at once, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um there's cool versions of this album. Um like there's orchestra versions and whatnot, but like yeah. There it's it's cool it to check in on, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say this is anybody's. I mean, it's probably somebody's favorite radio album. But yeah, it's not I mean, it's mine. Not, yeah, you know? no, it's not mine. I don't really have any connection to it. Yeah, um, but it's good. It's good. Go check it out. Um, also came out when I was fucking fourteen years old. So anyway, moving on. So Amnesiac came out in 2001. We fast forward to 2003, Hail to the Thief. Okay. Hail to the Thief, sixth album. Released on June 9th, Meg's birthday, 2003. Um, and it is, it's awesome. I, I think Hail to the Thief is awesome. There's, you can see little inklings of what is going to be in rainbows in this with the, uh, two plus two equals five lukewarm song like sit down stand up yeah. type of situation like they start um they start kind of naming their shit a certain way um and this is just a cool album it's it's very it's pretty long it's an hour long yeah or 56 minutes and it's just um it's interesting i don't think it ha- it hits the same as okay computer or kid a but at the same time you know, like we talked about earlier in part one, go revisit it. Um, all the way from the bends up until here, it's kind of one thing. Um, Amnesiac and Halo the Thief are kind of, you know, like we said, the excess of what Kid A and OK Computer were. They just didn't fit in those in those molds because those are those are the highlights. You know. Yeah. These are kind of like. You can see the evolution, right? <clears throat> and like this, I don't really have too much to talk about, but I think it's a good album overall. Uh, it's worth checking out if you've never heard it. Um, it's got, you know, go check, just go check it out, I think. We'll say there too, like just um, the artwork on it too. I remember it, like it's, you know, if like it's always stands out for some reason. Yeah. And they've been using the same artist for since since the bends um which is kind of interesting oh no since okay computer i think maybe the bends maybe i don't know um they've well, been using... as far as as far as the radiohead albums go though i feel like that it, uh hell to the thief and in rainbows are the two ones that like you know if people have that they'll mess posters on their walls you know what i mean yeah no 100 percent. these are this is the one this is a cool, I mean, it's a cool cover. Art and maybe too. that's, maybe that, like I said, maybe that is because like, you know, like fans that are our age or even younger or, you know, those are the albums that they got into, you know, yeah. more so than, yeah. you know, okay, computer and get a. Yeah. So the artwork, 
um, was created by Stanley Donwood. Um, he's done, he did, he's done a bunch of their art, I think all the way back. Stanley Don, he did Amnesiac. <coughs> oh, God. It's loud. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did, he did Kid A. He did. Um, I'm like I'm just double checking this because I, I thought so, but I'm double checking real quick. But I guess Stanley Donwood he did all of basically all of the what you would call Radiohead art, you know, okay. all of that shit that looks like it, and it's kind of yeah. interesting. There's a there's I saw this uh, video what we're going to talk about in a little bit, but there's a video with um, Tom York and him talking about um, when Kid Amnesiac. A kid amnesia came out uh they did a little video uh you can look at their youtube which is dude their youtube is pretty dope they, they keep releasing all these concerts they've done over time including the one we're about to talk about but um it's uh you know they, they did this little video about like the art that they were going to use or what you know what yeah. the album was about and it's very cool i think they even released a book i'm not yeah, with a kid amnesia. But anyway, um, that brings us to almost our finale. Oh, fuck. Um, I just had to close down my tab for Halo to see. It doesn't matter. So that brings us to 2006. And you're asking yourself, they didn't release anything in 2006. I know. So in June of 2006, me and your boy Adam right here, decided to attend what is now Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival at Manchester, Tennessee. And Radiohead was a headliner. Um, we've told the story about how we got to go to this many times. But uh, recap it real quick. Me and Adam, uh, Adam's mom um, paid for us to go to this festival as his senior trip. And the stipulation was, he had to bring somebody and I had to drive and that's what happened. So we sweated our asses off, just <laughs> me and him, uh, for a whole weekend in the fucking Tennessee heat, 2006 to see this band and a bunch of other shit, which is like insane. But <clears throat> while we're there, you know, it's 2006, you can look up this concert, by the way, Radio had headlines Saturday night and we're waiting in this field like well i am i think you, you went and went and saw other shit but i was like i'm just oh, we stay there now we stay there like all day we stay yeah. there all day like watching from like the time that like from 11 o'clock i think to nine or eight o'clock or nine o'clock whenever they went on mm-hmm. but um it's all aaron neville like legends dude yeah yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good stage that day. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so we're there. And this is June 2007. Okay. And <clears throat> we didn't know, but this was going to be um, to to date, I guess, uh, at the time. I don't know if it still is, but um, Radiohead's longest show ever. And we were there. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. But um, the show ended up being, I think, what, three and a half hours? Three hours? Something, something no, like I that? think it was like two and a half or something. 
don't know, man. I it's think it's o- definitely over two. Okay. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, maybe I can look it up. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if there is an actual like time. I'm sure there is. Or- Um, oh, there is. Okay. Um, oh, dude, this is kind of interesting. You can look up all sorts of people's like stuff from that year. Like they're actually, I think they're actual like play, like when they what they played. Wow, they're sellers. Yeah, this is pretty dope. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, they. They've talked about it a lot, you know, like as it being like one of their favorite shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to look it up real quick. Let me see how long it is. Hey, Radiohead, Bonnaroo, 2006. Um, <clears throat> okay, so the YouTube version, you can watch it, is two hours and 19 minutes. Um, I think. I don't know if that's the whole thing. They might have cut some shit out, but uh oh, there's dude, there's all sorts of stuff on it. There's countless articles about this. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> go and check out the show if you want. The thing we're why the reason we're bringing this up is so it's 2006, right? This is a year before In Rainbows is going to come out almost. Well, six months. Six months. Uh, in Rainbows comes out in October 2007. Um, and this is, it was recorded from February to June 2007. So that would lead me to believe uh, February 20, 2005 to June 2007. So that would lead me to believe that like maybe the last half of this was just like mastering or whatever. But so me and Adam are in this fucking field, you know, roasting our asses off, and Radiohead comes on, <clears throat> and they ended up playing most of this album of In Rainbows, and we were like, "What the fuck? Like this is crazy!" And people were freaking out, like it's from yeah. what I remember. They were like, "What was that?" <laughs> you know, super fans of this motherfucker, you know. It was very cool, but <clears throat> what I was going to say is this is kind of like we were talking about that super album earlier, what Kind Amnesia is going to be, and this is kind of where it, it cut off. I feel like Hail the Thief is kind of like the end of what that is, you know? This is where they ended up being yeah. <clears throat> what Radiohead is now. And this was like an album you could, you know, they released themselves. You could pay whatever you wanted for it when it came out. You could also buy a physical, whatever. Yeah, um, wasn't this? Yeah, this album was like the first. Yeah, it was like pay what you can and download it. So it was like kind of like made that transition to like you know the digital age of downloading yeah. music. You know, when it was still like people were still buying CDs and stuff. You know, pretty regularly, yeah. but not as Nick, but not as much downloading music and you know. Yeah, had iPods, but you know, wasn't like you were listening to it on your phone or streaming. You know, Spotify wasn't around really that much. No. Um, 
plenty of people have been really pissed off about it. Um, but people even like, um, even like people like uh, Jay Z have called, said it's like it's a genius move, and they're glad that Radiohead made this first move into digital releasing. Yeah, because they set a tone, and um, that's why this one's pretty interesting. But it cuts; it's not the same. It's not what we're about to talk about. Kim, Kid Amnesia is those four albums, or five, I guess, if you count. Yeah, it's five, if you count the bands. But <clears throat> and I'm gonna count the bands, so it's five. Um, but yeah, Kit, in Rainbows, this is like a turning point to where Radiohead is what it is now. And I think it's very interesting to to like for a band that is you know elusive and like you know whatever aloof or whatever, and they just like kind of cut it off and they're like, this is what this is what we're gonna do now, you know. It's it's weird to do that just in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, show is awesome. Go check it out on YouTube. It's really dope. Um, you got any closing thoughts before we talk about our headlining act of album? Uh, yeah, I mean, just that, like, you know, that's what was so interesting too, is like, you know, like kind of like, like being a fan of Radiohead of what, like what they are and necessarily like, you know, like I was never like, been like, oh man, I'm going to sit down and listen to like all these Radiohead albums. Like I would hear like stuff here and there, I'd be like, yeah, this is good. But then, you know, seeing them live and, you know, like their presence and like, you know, just the ability to play for two and two and a half hours. And I mean, it was, and they never really took a break and, you know, start like, you know, you know, doing dialogue or like, you know, it was just yeah. like, they just kept going with it. And that's what was interesting too. And seeing it like hearing stuff that like, this sounds nothing like what I'm familiar with, you know, and that's yeah. why I was like, well, what is going on? Like, this is way better. Yeah. That made me a, bit, a bigger fan. I think, you know, did a lot for other people too. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a new. It's like they reinvented. They definitely reinvented themselves with that album and that that performance. I I think that particular show. Um, I don't. I mean, this might not. This might be a hot take. It might not be. But I think that particular show is a turning point in their their whole career. Yeah. Of like what this. I think we were a test bed like that. You know, yeah, that's what was interesting thousands. too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely what happened. Is like there was a test, or like you know, just like a, you know, oh crap, we should this should be the you know the performance that we play because it is like a festival. People aren't gonna really remember it as much as like you paying to see them yeah. at like a venue. You know. Yeah, it's um, and I feel like there was you know when they released it, we, everyone was like, "Holy shit, this yeah. is this is crazy." Um. Um, currently it sits at 387 from the 2020 list of greatest albums of all time Uh, go check it out I think that's pretty low for this honestly yeah but um should be in the 200s I think but anyways this is this is where they changed course and this is where we are going to change course because we're flipping back kid amnesia so 2007 keep in mind then november 5th 2021 just last year my man adam this 
is a very interesting thing that I did not see coming, honestly. Uh, this is a two-hour album, um, 128 minutes, one second. Um, it is, uh, so Kid Amnesia, Radiohead, November 5th, 2021. It's funny, it says it was recorded from January 1999 to April 2000. <laughs> that's, that's not true. But um, yeah. this is... <clears throat> It's it, what what the Wikipedia for this says. It's a reissue of the albums Kid A, Amnesiac, and Amnesiac by Radiohead. It includes a boning, bonus disc called Kid Amnesia, comprising previously unreleased materials. It was released on, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, it also has a visual component you can do like a there's like a visual thing that they released for gaming consoles that you can go and check out but this is what i would say so there's like four parts of it right it's um yeah kid a amnesia kid amnesia and then cassette two what they say and um if you look at it though it's it's literally it's the Benz through Hail of the Thief. So it's these five albums, like, kind of chopped and, you know, chopped and screwed, I'd say. Um, they're you know, different versions or whatever, but they're, this is, this is the peak of what uh, we've been talking about for these last two episodes of this um, ultimate, this super album, this ultimate album. Um, yeah. And I feel like it's, it's crazy, dude. I, I I can't think of a single other group that has done something like this. Yeah. It's kind of- <laughs> I mean, but going ahead, going back to it too, like, I mean, I kind of, like, I don't know why I want to say that, like, um, uh, like, you know, at the drive-in of Mars Volta, like, they kind of, uh, well, at the drive-in necessarily, like, they kind of did the same thing. Like they took two albums that they had and kind of mashed together. I mean, bands have done this before. And it's like, I mean, I, I dig it, but you know, at the same time, it's like, again, I'm not, I don't think I'm a big enough Radiohead fan to uh, truly appreciate this, you know, two hours of, <laughs> of throwaway songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, that's, dude, that's, yeah. No, I get that. And that's kind of feel about it, most bands. It's <laughs> like, if they're throwaway songs, it's like, I'm not really interested, you know? Yeah. I mean, mo- the first, the first section of this is really good though it's you know the kid a section of it but um i think the thing that really piqued my interest on this because i remember seeing the the two hour play mark on this and i was like Hmm. i don't know man like two hours really yeah but but the thing that really piqued my interest about it was um what we were talking about in part one of this and it was the idea that there was this weird conspiracy that all of these albums were were one thing, you know. Yeah. And if you put them in a certain order, then they would be one ultimate album. Yeah. And it's kind of I think it's weird that a band, you know, what fucking twenty years later, yeah, would confirm that, you know. 
like oh yeah no this is all the same this is all the same session you know we sat in a, a studio for five years and we made this like this is what it yeah. was um i don't think that's ever happened before i mean it's probably i'm probably wrong but i think that's why i wanted to highlight this album for dropping the needle <clears throat> because i think it's i wouldn't even necessarily say it's as good as any of the albums that we've talked about before but i think this is a very unique album that if you have ever been curious about radiohead go and check it out you know it's um and listen to the whole thing. Listen to it with like can headphones too. Don't don't do some put it on the background shit because uh, yeah. you're gonna hear you're gonna hear some stuff that you you wouldn't hear. You know. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna. There's a again if you're in the Apple Music bio of it, it says at one point that the producer No Gorich split the band into two different groups, one working with instruments in the main recording area, the other in a programming room processing sounds from next from next door, all under the condition that they would use no acoustic instruments. Okay, that's crazy. So that's they were trying good. to go for true like you know authentic electronic <clears throat> you know producing yeah it's just really it's really weird uh and it's funny that you say that um that scene and thing... also like <clears throat> not to get too sidetracked with it but also like tom york you know doing all this it's, it's solo stuff in between in rainbows and this you know, because like I always thought that, you know, well, I guess, I mean, they well, I guess we're jumping too ahead too, because they did come out with the moonshade pool that we kind of skipped over yeah, <laughs> in yeah. 2016. But like, I felt like that was more so that's like, you know, a Tom York album uh, backed by Radiohead. Oh, moonshade pool? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, we're, that's why we're doing these five, you know, because it's. Yeah. It's, but anyways, it's, what I was going to say is that, sorry not to interrupt you, but uh, that Tom York's, you know, solo projects and like i'm getting more into like the electronic like dance style of you know music that he'll coming back to this makes you know makes me think like he's like oh like it's pieces interest because it are were all these songs that recorded under you know you know electronic instruments and stuff that he was more interested in going that route you know yeah so yeah. i felt like too it was like you know the, the like you said the comp the compilation of you know what happened and what he did in his early career to what he did now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Is that all encompassing like yeah different decades of you know progression of Radiohead? It's weird. It, it you know you're right. It's I feel like it's like a, you can cut Radiohead's career in three parts. You you have yeah pa you, Pablo Honey right that's uh, one that's just one. Um, then you have this Kid Amnesia period, which yeah. is the bends through Hail to the Thief. Then you have In Rainbows. All the way through the solo stuff with, um, you know, Tom York and Johnny Greenwood stuff, like composing and whatnot. And that is the third section. And <clears throat> that kind of, like, you know, it, it kind of like uh, peaks at Moonshade Pool. Yeah. But um, this, for them to revisit this, and actually acknowledge that this was is a chunk of their career and like yeah 
kind of reissue it as a whole different thing. I think it's very unique. And I think that's why I want it. That's why I picked it. That's why I wanted to do this one. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. It's too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, it's dope. I, I, I like it. So. Yeah. Well, the thing is they know they're, you know, they know their fans are going to, you know, be into anything they release. So they're like, okay, you know. Yeah. That's all. But, but like, they're not afraid to like, even if they know, like, you know, I mean, there's, there, there's definitely songs on there that they know they're like, this is probably not that good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, this is, this is rad, you know? Like, yeah. I'm glad that they're doing this. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like, that's the reason I wanted to highlight this. I don't know how long. I mean, do you have anything else to say about this one? I mean, not really. I mean, it is, like you said, it is cool to see, you know, I guess they like, it's kind of like, you know, I get it's like kind of summing up their career. And that's what is interesting too, I guess to say is that like, it's, you know, is I wonder if this is like the, you know, like, Hey, we're releasing this to kind of as our, that's a wrap on our, you know, our career Maybe. as a band. I don't know. Like who's to say, you know, because this did come a few years after Moonshade Pool, but yeah. But, I mean, they've um, also all, you know, there's three of them that have all been kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. Johnny's been doing <clears> scores for them. You know, well, then, movies. yeah. I didn't, well, well, then, you know, too, they have the, I think it's like Tommy Work and a couple other band, a couple other, I forgot what band it is, but they have like a super group formed. Yeah. It's called, like, I forgot what the name of it is, but I don't know. <clears throat> but it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Go and check it out. I think, um, yeah, man, that, the, the whole point of bringing this one up is just like, go and check it out. It's very, very long, very weird. If you're in, ever into uh, Radiohead at all, then this is like kind of the thing you should probably check out, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, it's... I, Anybody that goes back to their like old uh, catalog or whatever and reissues anything is a fan of or like acknowledges like this is this is the highlight of what we've done, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's the reason we brought this up. That's the reason that you know we want to talk about it. Um, I'm trying to figure out. What, oh, you're talking about Adams for Peace? That band. Yeah. 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 <coughs> Do I know? Are you talking about Adams for Peace or The Smile? No, 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 no. It's The Smile. That's like the newest thing that they got going. Okay. Adams for Peace is like, I mean, that's like the one thing that was like, that like turned me off on, right? <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, the Smile. So go and check that out. That's um, uh, Johnny Greenwood, a jazz drummer named Tom Skinner and Tom York. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, it's. I'm actually gonna go check that out. I don't think I've. It's it's pretty good, dude. Yeah. They only have like a, they only have like a song or two out, I think. But no, it's an album, dude. There's an album called a, album. "A Light for Attracting Attention." Oh wow. Came out two months ago. So? Oh yeah. okay. Wow, definitely something on that one. I mean, I knew that there was like a song, like a single, but I didn't know. Yeah, they released. I didn't know. I didn't know this was out. I, I, I yeah. think I oh yeah this is the 13 songs 
Yeah. Nice. Check it out. Okay. Too. All right, cool. So anyways, that's our thoughts on all of this. Basically our Radiohead super two part episode. Um, I hope you liked it. I hope you like dropping the needle. If you do, yeah. go ahead and subscribe to all the things uh, Quick Fixer does on the YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, on blah, blah, blah. You know, or even on fucking, uh, fucking what? I don't know. We're on all sorts of shit, dude. <laughs> I'm shit. I'm on shit. Just go ahead and check it out, you know. And subscribe if you like it. And Go and drink from your local brewery, especially ones that have glasses as big as your head. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, Adam, you got anything to say about this before we're out? Yes, I think we all covered it. It's, it's been a long one. It's been a long <laughs> one. Two-parter. <laughs> so it's you boys. <clears throat> Go and check us out. Quick Sitch Podcast on G- on uh, Instagram. It's you boys. Pat R7's niche. Who's dropping the needle? Yeah.